Hey mama, motherhood is hard, isn't it? That's why I'm so glad you're here to join the conversation. Welcome to the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. I'm Erin Trier, and here we're going to be talking about every aspect of wellness from the inside out. The goal is to keep mindset, mental health, and protecting our peace at the center of everything we do in our day-to-day lives. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's episode of the Mom Life Mindset Podcast. As always, thank you so much for taking some time to tune in today and join the conversation where we talk about motherhood and mental health, mindset, protecting our peace, cultivating good habits, all of those things. And today I wanted to kind of do two different things on this episode. The first is talk a little bit about an update related to some of the testing that I've done and some of the protocols that I've started related to really helping with hormonal imbalances. And then the second piece is really kind of uncover and talk more deeply about some of the things that I've been uncovering mentally and emotionally when it comes to what I'm still struggling with and what I'm really still working on managing. Okay. So the first thing is a couple episodes ago, I talked about my Dutch test results, working with my functional medicine practitioner and some of the things that I uncovered, right? I uncovered that my estrogen is super low, that my cortisol is on the lower side, and that I'm kind of on the road to insulin resistance, right? Insulin resistance, higher fasting glucose, fasting insulin, things like that. And I'm having to really figure out more around blood sugar stabilization in addition to kind of adding in this hormonal protocol, right? So recently, eight days ago now, this is actually day nine, I started my hormonal protocol, right? So I'm taking currently right now DHEA, which is the grandmother hormone to testosterone and estrogen. I'm taking adrenal support to support cortisol levels. And then I'm also taking progesterone in the evenings. So DHEA and adrenal support I take in the mornings and then the progesterone I take in the evenings. Progesterone specifically, I only take in the back half of my cycle, right? From days 15 to 28 or so. And I will say in the first nine days, I have already noticed a significant, significant difference in how I feel related to overall mood stabilization and stress management alongside like the up and down and emotional roller coaster related to what I typically feel as I get closer to starting my next cycle, right? So right now I'm in like my late luteal PMS phase where I'm into the last like six days almost of my cycle. And this is typically when as as hormones start to drop that I start to feel really depressively low. And over the past handful of months, I've been hitting that low pretty significantly, right? Like really kind of diving into these hard negative spirals in my brain. And so far this month, I have not had a glimpse of that. Now I still have, you know, probably about a week or so left until my next cycle starts. But I will say again, like I just overall day to day feel much more in control of my mental and emotional well-being. And that was one of the biggest pieces to my hormonal imbalance puzzle that I've wanted to kind of uncover and work on, on top of my really low energy and extreme fatigue, and just kind of unexplained symptoms that I've also been been experiencing. Um, and so that kind of brings me to 
one of the biggest struggles that I've been uncovering more in probably the last year of my life. And it's been pretty intense over the past handful of months. And it's something that I want to talk about too, because I undoubtedly believe that it plays into stuff that I'm managing inside my body right now, trying to figure out scientifically where my imbalances are, where my deficiencies are, what I need to continue to work on to feel my best from the inside out. And so the biggest thing I want to talk about right now is body dysmorphia. And this is a hard topic, hard subject. And as a 40 year old woman, with four kids, this is something that I've had to really unpack, right? Um, To kind of back it up and give you a little bit of a quick background of my story, you know, I grew up an athlete, was always active, but I've struggled with body image and body dysmorphia in some capacity for a large portion of my life, right? Like I've never really seen myself or my body the way others see it, right? I've always been extremely critical of myself from the inside out. I've always been very critical of my body and I've had to really work through a lot on the body image side. And so recently in the past handful of months, um, really more than that, because my body has changed, because my clothes don't fit the same, because I've just been struggling so much mentally and emotionally with trying to manage these symptoms I've been having, I've been finding myself really diving deeper back into kind of that body dysmorphia, like overanalyzing and really down and low kind of thought processes around body image. And that's a really hard realization, right? That's a really uncomfortable thing to really think about and unpack, especially as a 40-year-old woman, right? Because my, my rational self sits here and says, how can you still be caught up on some of these things when you've lived so much of your life, right? And when you're at this point in your life where um, you've had four kids and you've gone through so much and your body has gone through so much, like how are you still caught in some of these really hard negative thought patterns and spirals? And like you can hear right now some of the emotion in my voice, right? Because this is a pain point for me, but I know it's a pain point for so many women. So many women. We get caught in these thought patterns of believing like all of a sudden we're not worthy or we're less than or we're not as beautiful or something's broken about us um, when we look in the mirror and it's not essentially what we want, what we perceive, what we believe it should look like, whatever it is, right? And so that's something that I've really had to think hard on and kind of understand why. Why is this coming up for me in such big ways most recently? Why is it there? You know, I haven't really figured out exactly why it's there other than the fact that it's just so deeply rooted in my subconscious. Like beating myself up and having such a struggle with body image has been something, again, that I've had to manage in some way my entire life. And when something is that ingrained into your subconscious, like it's very, very challenging to get rid of it completely, right? Like it's more about learning to manage the thoughts and shift the thoughts into more positive, productive thinking. And I've learned how to do that, but it still crops up. And I will say, like, in this hormonal imbalance kind of roller coaster that I've been learning how to manage and learning how to uncover, you know, flipping those thoughts has felt much harder. And again, like, those kinds of things have put me into more of these depressive lows because it's felt like I don't know how to manage stress and I don't know how to manage some of these harder thought patterns right now. 
So again, it's kind of put me into this harder headspace because again, on top of everything that I'm managing mentally and emotionally, like I also am uncovering these pretty significant hormonal imbalances that I've been, you know, experiencing and inevitably have. And so why am I sharing this? Like, what's the point? As always, like my message on the podcast is to just encourage women to know you're never alone, right? Like the the journey to health and wellness from the inside out and really unpacking the layers and understanding like what you've been telling yourself for years and the subconscious thought patterns you've had and all of the battles that you've had internally for however long, like those things are there in your subconscious, in your being for forever. And they can crop up and come to the surface really at any point in time. And if I've learned anything over the past, you know, however many years that I've really been working on health and wellness from the inside out, it's that giving yourself grace really matters. And that means like getting really vulnerable and honest about some of the thoughts that you maybe have about yourself that aren't great. And some of the struggles that you still have. Because again, when you bring them to the light and you name them and you like really start to try to unpack exactly why they're coming up, that's when you can start to give yourself tools and access to things that can help you flip the script, think about more positive, productive things, and essentially start to diminish those overwhelming kind of negative feelings that come up from time to time. You know, for us as women, we live in a world where so much is shown to us when it comes to health and wellness with a very specific narrative, right? You know, I grew up in a time where the goal was to always be smaller, where the goal was to eat less, where the goal was, you know, to be a certain size. That has never left me, even at 40 years old. I still have moments when I think about that. I still have moments where my mind goes in that direction. I still have moments when I beat myself up because my my health and my body have evolved so, so much. And that's not an easy thing to, to know or to realize. But again, it's an important thing to name and gain more perspective around so you can continue to figure out like how can I move forward through some of these things that I'm still managing from a mental and emotional standpoint. You know, I'm sharing this, as I said, because I want women to know that they're never alone. But I also want you to know like in the health and wellness world that we live in, like these kinds of thoughts can come across all of our brains in many capacities at any point in time. And as a mom of four who has two girls, I am constantly searching and looking for ways to continue to evolve beyond the common narrative that we still see so often in the health and wellness space. The idea that we have to focus on bodies, the idea that we have to look a certain way or be a certain size. You know, as someone who's so passionate and literally like just fiercely passionate about mental health, I want to keep talking about wellness from the standpoint of how we feel. And I know right now I feel so much better than I have because I've started things like my hormonal protocol and I'm working on other things in my health and wellness regimen. But I know that I have more work that I need to do in order to really feel my best from the inside out. And some of that is going to be more of these mental and emotional soundtracks and understanding why are these things coming up and how do I continue to work through them? It is a hard road to be on when you're working on your health and wellness, when you're 
doing things that you feel like are supposed to help you feel better and they don't, right? They don't add up. They don't help you feel better and somehow they actually end up making you worse or feel worse, I should say. It is a hard road to be on mentally when you feel like you're 40, you're done building your family, you're ready to get back to you, you have more time to maybe work on yourself and things don't add up. That is a hard mental road to be on. And that's where I've been. I think I kind of dreamed up in my head that uh, I was going to be done having kids. We were going to be done having our family. And I was going to really, truly be able to build back into taking care of myself and, you know, working on my body composition, working on my fitness and nutrition goals, working on my mental and emotional well-being, and that I would really be able to get back to myself. And nothing could be further from the truth. The past four years for me, almost four years for me, postpartum from my last baby, have been so emotionally and mentally taxing. My body has gone through the ringer. I have learned so much about gut health healing and now hormonal health healing that it has been a journey of time, investment, and patience like I've never experienced before. And so with that process, again, I'm starting to really uncover more of some of these mental and emotional soundtracks. One, again, being this body dysmorphia concept and this idea of of how I really do struggle with body image still, how I really do hold myself to this specific standard and thought that things were going to be a very specific way and thought that it was going to be kind of seamless now that I was done, you know, creating babies. And that just hasn't been the story. That's a hard realization, but it's also just part of my truth and part of some of the things that I have to continue to work on on my own health and wellness journey in therapy and in so much more mental and emotional work that I will continue to do. You know, women have so much that they manage, right? Physically in our bodies, emotionally for all the weight that we carry for ourselves and our families, mentally when it comes to just the the tasks and the management and the administration and the things that we have to remember, right? Add in like trying to take care of yourself and add in trying to uncover things like hormonal imbalances or gut health issues or what might be going on with your health in some capacity, your energy's low, you don't feel like yourself. Like adding that in to the things that you are already doing can feel really hard. It can feel like debilitating and overwhelming and just defeating. But I know at the end of the day that continuing to name the really things, the things that I'm still really struggling with, to share more of the things that I'm learning, to talk very openly and candidly and honestly about the things that I'm hoping to continue to work on and implement as I'm figuring these things out will not only help myself, but hopefully empower you as a listener, right? Empower you to know that if you manage any of these things as well, you're not alone. And above all, that there are answers, right? Above all, that there's resolution. Above all, that there are people and practitioners and women and coaches like me that want to hear your story, that want to connect, that want to support you to figure out how can you keep working on the things that you're managing. My goal here is to always share that I'm real, raw, and an imperfect human just like you. I have so much that I'm still learning about myself every single day. I have so many things that I still feel insecure about from time to time. I have struggles. 
with things like body image, still at 40 years old. And with that realization has come this task of me trying to figure out how can I make this better for my daughters? How can I continue to feel empowered and educated in my health? So I can not only figure out what my body needs physically and what my body may need when it comes to support scientifically, right? Like on a hormonal level, when it comes to imbalances or deficiencies, but more than that, like what are the things that I may need mentally and emotionally, right? And how can I continue to play into changing the narrative around what health and wellness looks like, but most importantly feels like. I really truly hope that as I continue to share my story and my struggles, that it resonates with you in some way. Like I pray about it every day, that my story and my truth resonates with other women so they know that they are not the only ones, that they are not the only ones that maybe manage the different kinds of symptoms, the old thought patterns cropping up, the insecurities that are so deeply rooted you know they'll inevitably with be with you in some capacity for your whole life, but you learn how to productively manage them and change the script as often as you can. Like that's part of being human and it's part of really navigating just wellness from the inside out. It is a messy and perfect process and there is struggle and there is hardship and there is adversity in it. And I'm just here to talk about that part. I think it's so important to continue to talk about the adversity that we all may experience in some way. And even though we're on different paths and all of our paths will always be different and they will never be identical and they will never be exactly the same, there are inevitably parallels and we can always learn from sharing our stories. So as always, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. If you could do me a favor and share this podcast with your network, I pray that this resonates with you in some way, offers you encouragement in some way, empowers you to know that you're not alone, and most importantly, it lets you know that there's always a way to find more answers, find more support, and get connected to people, women, practitioners, etc., that can relate to you, that can help you, that can support you on your health and wellness journey. If I can ever be a resource to you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. You can reach out to me on my social feeds or via email or on my website. Everything is linked here in the show notes as far as getting connected. And if you also wouldn't mind leaving a review, I would love to hear your feedback on this podcast and just how this has added some level of value to your life. Never forget, my friend, that your peace of mind matters. I'll see you in the next one.